This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. In May 2021, the number of migrants crossing the U.S. southern border was higher than it's been in two decades. According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, over 180,000 migrants were apprehended, a 78% increase since February. Included in that number, almost 14,000 unaccompanied children needing care and shelter while Health and Human Services searched for family members or sponsors in the United States. The number of children arriving to the border has been really high. And it's so painful to see the stories of families. They will do whatever it takes. They pay a coyote, a smuggler, to cross them. They are paying human traffickers. Our lack of a legal immigration system is really only benefiting the cartels, quite frankly. After a dip in immigration at the southern border due to the coronavirus pandemic, the surge of migrants in 2021 has already surpassed recent records. So why are so many risking everything to flee their home countries? And what does the U.S. government need to do to address this crisis at the border? As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. I got a big show for you today. A lot of information that you're getting about the border crossing is hidden. It's hidden for a purpose because someone is orchestrating this border crisis. We're going to speak to you today about what is actually happening at the border. What is really happening there? We have opened our borders not only to migrants, but billions of dollars in drugs. What is the government going to do about any of this? Are they doing anything about this? Last but not least, I got a bonehead award. You're going to want to stay and listen to this bonehead person because she tells it exactly like it is and how ridiculous this administration is dealing with this so-called border crisis. So what actually is happening at the border? It's weird how sometimes you can actually get the truth from the Main Street media. The Main Street media, ABC News, on June the 17th aired a, a clip and it's called Border Crisis, What's Happening at the U.S.-Mexico Border. The introduction is part of that. But I'm going to play more of this clip, and it's going to bring us into the mindset of exactly what's going on at the U.S.-Mexico border. Take a listen to this. So imagine you are a taxi driver in Honduras. In order to run your taxi business, you have to pay, quote, rent to the local gang. If you cannot pay rent, that gang is going to kill you and or your family. 
So what happens? You have to pay another gang, a smuggling cartel, to get you out of the country into the U.S.-Mexico border. You oftentimes are uh, kidnapped and held for ransom along the way. Nobody wants to leave their family, their country, even less to leave their children to take this risky journey. But it is to die in their home countries or to at least try to provide them for a better future. Many migrants and nearly all unaccompanied minors at the border are traveling from some of the poorest countries in Central America, known as the Northern Triangle. The Northern Triangle is made up of Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras. The region has been plagued by civil wars, extreme poverty, and widespread violence. And according to the UN, El Salvador has the highest homicide rates in the world. There is no easy solution to migration because it's the interaction of different vulnerabilities. The violence, the lack of opportunities, you know, the, the vulnerability to natural disasters. Some migrants band together in large caravans, walking over a thousand miles for weeks on end to reach the U.S. border. Others spend thousands of dollars to hire a coyote. A coyote is a person that will get a payment for taking a person from any of the countries to the U.S. border. It's the cartels and the smuggling networks who are putting word on the streets across the region that you pay us six to $10,000 a pop, we're going to get you and or your child to the U.S.-Mexico border because the border is open. I'm told by law enforcement at the border that these smugglers have sophisticated networks. You're not just talking about one person at the border, that they can get on the phone and call people who have eyes everywhere and tell them when the coast is clear. I mean, they're running up against sophisticated military operations, and yet they're still able to combat that technology successfully and cross thousands of people every day. That is the absolute truth of what's going on. Great explanation of how all of this is happening on the border. But we also have a bigger issue, a much bigger issue. Yes, we have hundreds of thousands of people being let into this country, but we have billions of dollars of drugs coming into this country. And many of those people that are coming across through, quote, that migrant, are cartel people being implanted into the United States and they're going to be all over the United States to continue to push their drugs. So this is from the U this is from the border crisis cartels and drug trafficking. So this is a video I found on YouTube and it's very detailing about what's happening in a small county in Texas. It only had 1,786 views. But these are people there, you know, in that place, explaining what's happening. And this is the lead towards this video. Val Verde County is like a lot of small Texas counties, sparsely populated, rugged, dry, and vast. It's also ground zero for the border crisis. What we learned on a recent trip, talking with the sheriff, talking with the border patrol officers and veterans, and most of all, talking to the men and women who have made their lives in this part of Texas was shocking to say the least. 
When the humanitarian tragedy grips the headlines, the unprecedented levels of danger, drugs flooding, the border threatens to do considerable damage, a lot more damage than people coming into this country. The threat is external. If the Biden administration won't engage it, then Texas has to. Texas has to do something about this cartel and drug trafficking. Take a listen to this. The cartels in Mexico are something to be reckoned with. These organizations are highly sophisticated, highly organized in intelligence, and of course, unlimited budgets in the multi-millions and billions of dollars that they're making. The estimate in Del Rio is that the cartel on the other side is making $25 million a week. Down in the Rio Grande Valley, they're making $14 million a day. Drugs most apprehended daily throughout our sector. Since this new administration has come in, drug apprehensions have gone down because they're dealing so much with family units. But that doesn't mean that drugs aren't coming across. It just means that apprehensions are gone, are gone down because they've avoided detection. In my opinion, I think we're losing a lot more than what we were in the past, uh, which is disheartening, very disheartening. We're on our ranch here. We don't have the traditional illegal aliens that walk across the river like most people see on the news or on social media. What we have out here a lot of times are boats that will come across from Mexico and usually they're dropping drugs. They have partners on the ground that they will call and those partners will then quickly move to pick up whatever's been dropped and they leave the ranch as quickly as possible. My husband alone has caught two different loads of 350 pounds of drugs in less than a week just from us sitting on the front porch watching the traffic. You know, Border Patrol gets called from ranchers. You know, hey, we see people with backpacks coming across dressed in camouflage, you know, all males and, you know, anywhere from groups of 10 to 30, you know, sometimes more. And Border Patrol can't get out there because they're so tied up. And the cartels know this. They'll distract the agents with family units and then bring their drugs through other areas. Del Rio apprehensions are up 393%. 97,000 plus versus 19,000. Stash house arrests are up 365%. A single adult arrest 459%. Sex offenders, this is a number that's staggering to me, 2,533%. I think these numbers are up because people knew that they were going to be allowed in. And these are the ones that we know about. The gotaways, nobody knows. They try to estimate based on the numbers of apprehensions that they have. If we have 100,000 apprehended, we could potentially have an additional two or 300,000 individuals undetected that made it into the country. And I think that's one of my biggest concerns. You know, MS-13 is, is huge. We've known for years that they've worked with other factions, you know, to help infiltrate our communities. It's gotten to the point where Mexico has lost control of their country it is lawlessness in that country. And now that lawlessness has spilled over to the U.S. as we see this administration not enforcing any immigration laws. The open borders policy only aids and abets these cartels to continue to take advantage of that crime surge. We need to see what we can solve to make America better and protect our sovereignty.
the best way to put this is when you listen to these people, they're there. They see it happening right in front of their eyes in their backyard where they're living. We don't necessarily see it yet, but it's coming. Unless this country locks down this border and goes back to the laws that are on the books on how people come into this country, it's going to get bad. It's going to get real bad. As we know, the Biden administration is already taking hundreds of thousands of these people and busing them and flying them into the internal part of the United States. Texas has got to stop that. We have got to put the hammer down as a state in Texas and say, no more federal intervention. Your job is to protect the border, not bring people all over the United States. So what is happening is one thing. But why is this happening? The reason it's happening is because someone is orchestrating this border crisis. This is not just people just saying, well, I'm going to leave Honduras and walk all the way, all through the jungles and everything, up through that peninsula, all the way through the whole country of Mexico so I can get to America. They're being allowed to come in for a purpose. This is from the Texas policy.com and this is what they have to say about it from dc's perspective then the crisis is nearly over the optics are under control there are migrants visibly expelled from the country there is a visible law enforcement surge a bit most mostly texans not federal and the media is effectively prohibited from direct access to the site we're talking about this Haitian site under the bridge. You'd like the last bit would be something the media would protest. But no, except a few citizen journalists and right-of-center outlets who mean nothing to the federal apparatus, media acquaintances to the restrictions. They love the restrictions on the law enforcement. They are the willing handmaidens of the elite narrative not its skeptics, and certainly not its opponents. The media is helping this along. They want this to happen. Confronted with a truly historical event, it's impossible to think of anything quite like 15,000 foreigners establishing a Esserte colony on America, soil in the past century. The intent is to memory hole it, there isn't even a meaningful inquiry into why it's all happening. It's just happening and everybody's accepting it. That doesn't mean there's no answers. The answers exist. Todd Benzman of CIS did what virtually no member of the media has done except one Los Angeles Times reporter I'm aware of and crossed into Cidad Acuna to talk to directly to the migrants on the Mexican side. What he found was surprising and shocking. The Haitians reported that they, longtime residents of Mexico, 
were abruptly released by Mexican authorities to proceed north and cross into the United States in mid-September. This is last year. The reason given, it was a gift in the celebration of Mexican Independence Day. So they did by the thousands. That's why this is happening. It's because Mexico is pushing these people out of their country. They let them in in the first place. Remember that? Caravan, all of that? Well, now they're finally making it to the end, to the actual crossing over into America. So last but not least, what is the government doing about it? Is the government doing anything about it? Well, part of that ABC clip was talking about what the government is supposedly doing about it. So take a listen to this and let me know if you think the government is actually really trying to do anything about it. Part of what the Biden administration struggles with um, is that the Trump administration, you know, did a number of things to restrict the borders that many people believed were illegal. And so just the process of trying to follow the law again becomes in itself controversial. For more than 30 years, politicians have talked about immigration reform, and we've done nothing about it. It's time to fix it. Vice President Kamala Harris was tasked with leading efforts to address the surge of people migrating from South and Central America. Harris received criticism on her first foreign trip as vice president after delivering a warning to anyone considering making the journey to the U.S. Do not come. Do not come. The United States will continue to enforce our laws and secure our border. Harris also discussed ways to increase economic opportunity and bolster change inside the Northern Triangle. Our responsibility and our capacity is to give people a sense of hope. It has to transcend, to go beyond specific administrations, but to be country plans to address the root causes. It requires the empowerment the ownership of the governments of Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras to make a, a difference in the life of their people. I think that the Biden administration should expedite their efforts to establish in-region refugee processing centers so that whether it's a family or a minor, they can apply for asylum protection in the region. That is a short-term solution that could have an incredible impact on the safety of lives and on disrupting the, the insidious networks that the cartels have established. Migration is a complex situation, but there is hope for people if there are opportunities to thrive, to, you know, to get educated, to find a decent job, to have a, you know, access to basic services. Migration is not the only option. It shouldn't be the only option. So as we know, this worthless individual, vice president, was tasked to take care of this problem months and months ago. So she goes to the countries and says this ridiculous stuff and then meets with them meets with the Mexican government, trying to beg them to please help us take care of these people. Just 
the same old politics crap. They don't care. I'm telling you, the Mexican government, the Guatemalan, all those governments down there, they, they don't care. The more people that come out of their country, the more, quote, poor people that come out of their country, the less services they got to provide and the richer they become overnight. They have no problem decreasing population because that's what this is. The rich get richer and the poor got to move on. That's my opinion, by the way, on how this is working out. So we as Americans have to push back to our state legislators and the federal government as much as we can to say, follow the laws. You're in there to support the American people and not support Mexico or Guatemala or Honduras. We should be first. Our safety from these people coming in to this country, I'm not talking about people that are trying to make a new life. I get that. But there's a process to do that. But by having these wide open borders, anybody can cross that thing. And millions, before it's over with, millions of bad criminals in the cartel are coming across that border to set up what I would call the largest drug trafficking cartel system in the world is going to be in the United States. Why? Because you got 360 million people. All of South America and everything combined doesn't even come close to that. This is a big opportunity for the cartels to make millions and billions and billions of dollars. Last but not least, like I said, the Bonehead Award. You already heard her once, but I have to play this again. It's very short, but it's very important because she is ridiculous. The vice president doesn't care about you, and she has no clue what she's doing. So listen to this Bonehead Award for today. Vice President Kamala Harris was tasked with leading efforts to address the surge of people migrating from South and Central America. Harris received criticism on her first foreign trip as Vice President after delivering a warning to anyone considering making the journey to the U.S. Do not come. Do not come. The United States will continue to enforce our laws and secure our border. Okay, all you people on the other side of the border of America, Mexico, Venezuela, you get that? Okay, she said don't come. Okay, so you got to listen to her. She, she's the vice president of the United States. You got you, you to pay attention to what she's saying, right? Don't come. And if you do come, we're going to enforce our laws. We're going to enforce the immigration laws in America. How's that working out, Mrs. Vice President? It's unbelievable where we're at in this, in this country. And the people that are supposedly supposed to be the leaders of the free world. They know exactly what they're doing. Vice President Kamala Harris is a communist. Period. She is a communist. 
She believes the way the communists believe and have no problem flooding this country with her worker bees so she can have power over all these people. Now, they're going to use this humanitarian crisis, everybody's got to have hope thing. We all understand that. We're all God-fearing people. We get it. But there's a process, and the reason there's a process, so we can vet the people that can come into this country, settle, climatize to the American way, and become part of the society. That's not how it's being done. Real simple. Learn, listen, wherever you can. Research. I do a lot of it for you, so you don't have to. And I thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Get out there. Like I did yesterday. I went to a rally against my governor with the face mask thing in school. She won't come off of having our kids wear face masks in school. So I was there at a rally protesting it. I'm doing something. So do you. Stand up. Show up and speak up. Share the podcast for and why. Please share it so other people can listen. So other people can have hope by having the knowledge to understand what's going on. And then they can act instead of sitting on the couch eating bonbons. This is the Gunny out.